Um, I mean, it, it's gotten me a lot of eyes. Like I said, there's a couple of uh, videos I have on TikTok that have like a couple of million views. The, the cool thing is that uh, my TikTok following is my biggest following on social media. I have like 150K, but that only took like really two, three months to get there. That's what I'm trying to trying to uh, like communicate to everybody that I talk to. It's like, dude, it, it can happen so quick. It can happen. I had one one video like overnight, like shoot to like three million views, bro. You can't get that anywhere. You're not gonna hit three million houses. You're not gonna pass out three million business cards. Like you're never gonna do that. Why why waste your time on the street? Again, nothing wrong with the people hustling, passing out flyers door to door and stuff like that, but. I just said, did like years worth of work off of one video and I got my name in front of like all these millions of eyes, you know, off mm-hmm. just a quick post, not even leaving my couch. Hey, what is going on? You are listening to the Detail Spot Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'm the host of this podcast. And in this episode, we have on Benny with Wavy Motorsport. He has grown his Instagram account and his TikTok account to some pretty good numbers, some really respectable numbers. And that's where he primarily pulls most of his clients when it comes to his detailing business. Um, So he has a ton to share, a lot of information to share in this episode. Stay tuned until the end because he's going to give you something that you can take with you and that you can start implementing in your business as well. I just want to thank all of you so much for tuning in um, and listening again to the podcast. And if you enjoyed the episodes and the content that is coming from this channel, if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and uh, it's going to help us reach other detailers. And uh, I just can't, I can't thank you guys enough for the ones that have already left that review. And if you are watching on YouTube, uh, if you are liking the content as well, make sure to subscribe and uh, leave a comment on a few, something you would like discussed on a future episode. And let's go ahead and get into it where I talk with Benny. I hope you enjoy it. I know I enjoy talking with him. It was a lot of fun. Um, and just getting to know him and getting to know his business and uh, listening to him share some of the things that he shares about social media and how it can help you grow your detailing business. So let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Benny, just introduce yourself and uh, a little bit about you, uh, Wavy Motorsport and uh, some things that you got going on. Yeah. So I'm Benny uh, from LA, California. I run uh, Wavy Motorsport, formerly Wavy Detail Studio. Um, I've been detailing now maybe about eight years. Wavy's been around about seven years as well. Um, started off just like everybody else. I mean, I didn't have a lot of, I should say no money. I didn't have any money. I didn't have uh, really investors. I didn't have friends, family willing to um, invest into what's just gonna be a basic car wash company, man. So I had to get it from scratch, bro. I, I tell everybody, I literally started with a bucket and a hose that my dad had in storage. I was like super broke. Like I said, I had a baby on the way. I didn't really have anywhere to live. I was kind of staying with my parents and staying with my girl's parents back and forth. I was like, dude, I need some cash like right now. And I don't have time to submit all these applications and everybody deny me or whatever. So I just picked up the bucket, the hose. I went on Craigslist. I don't even know if Craigslist is still around. Um, but I went on Craigslist, I started posting ads and I just started washing like my friends and family's cars. Back then, I think I was charging like 10 bucks, but everybody was trying to get a, a homie discount, a, a family discount. 
I was only watching it for like five dollars, but I was still taking my time because from the beginning, you know, I didn't have nothing. I wanted to put out there like I, my stuff's quality. Like I want my stuff to, from the beginning to be, even if I don't know everything right now, I'm gonna know what I have to know to make my customers happy. So anyway, bro, it started from there. $10 washes, moved up to 20, 40. Now we're all the way up to like our basic ones, like a hundred bucks right now, um, our standard service. And yeah, bro, along the way, I mean, the whole process, it's just been a big, I, I don't want to say growing pain, but um, the only way I've learned is just from failing, really, from the beginning. I didn't have any sort of mentors. There was no such thing as a detailing course when I started. Nobody was doing it because back then, uh, I'm not sure if you know, but nobody wanted to wash cars, bro. Back then, that it wasn't this uh, social media, quote unquote, sensation or whatever, foam cannons and stuff like that. Nobody knew what the heck a foam cannon was back then, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, bro, I, my, my big thing I really took up with advantage of was social media. Um, I don't know if you remember back then when Instagram was only on iPhones. It wasn't on Androids mm-hmm. or nothing back in the day. I had like a piece of junk Android phone and I was like, you know what? I got to hop on this Instagram thing. So I used my iPod to download Instagram and I would transfer all my files, even myself, everything. And I used my iPod for like the first couple of years because I couldn't afford an iPhone. (laughs) So I would use my iPod to be posting on Instagram. And uh, I was really one of the first detailers to take care, to to, to, uh, take advantage of Instagram. I don't know how far you've went in uh, on the page, Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, bro, you can see my stuff from the very beginning, man. It, it, it's been a crazy, crazy journey. And uh, I mean, now we're here. I'm not exactly where I want to be, but I'm, I'm definitely, I've made it a very, very long way from back then. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's probably crazy, like looking at what you used to detail then and now looking at your clientele now, it's probably evolved, I would say, especially like since you changed your name, like, you know, going from you know, wavy detailing or wavy car wash to, you know, motorsport to try to target a a more luxury high-end clientele. So, and based on like your page, it looks like you have, you know, some really good clients and a pretty high-end clientele. And that's probably due to social media, I would assume like, you know, and and that's one thing I wish I would have done was like jumped on the train of Instagram early on, like, you know, you, you think it's just kind of like a fad at first, like it's, it's going to just die away, but here we are how many years later. And it's, it's a major tool that we have access to. Exactly, bro. Exactly. And I saw that very early on and I could say that now, um, about TikTok. uh, like my big thing, bro. I, I don't know if you've noticed, I do like one-on-one phone calls with like details trying to come up and teaching them mm-hmm. the ways and stuff like that. Um, I, my big thing on those calls is always social media because I can tell you 90% of my clientele, celebrities, athletes, everything you see on my page, they all came from Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I had Craigslist going. I had Yelp going when it was worth it to be on Yelp, in my opinion. Um, but Instagram was everything, everything. And I saw TikTok early too. I started TikTok, I would say almost about two years ago. Mm-hmm. and bro they were giving views like crazy millions of views for like the most basic videos i was like i gotta be on this and i would tell people and they'll be like what do you mean tiktok no nah, like i'm straight it's on everything's on instagram you know mm-hmm. so i feel like i'm kind of early on tiktok right now everybody's starting to take notice but um mm-hmm. that, that's kind of where we're at I, i'm just big on social media but I've, I've put a lot more hours into 
social media than I have the actual detailing, which says a lot because obviously I got to be a good detailer to be able to take in these Ferraris and Lamborghinis and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and, and these doctors and take care of these lawyers and all these high-end CEOs and stuff, you know? Um, so yeah, bro, I, I, social media to me is number one. Detailing like right there, right? Obviously that's mm -hmm. my company, but I, I always put in more hours on social, bro, just keep bringing in people, keep bringing the eyes onto the page, onto the company and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I like to think of it like I've mentioned this in the past too, but like, say we were painters, like, but we don't have anything to paint on the vehicle is like our canvas. Like if we don't have clients calling us, we don't even get to show off our, our work and what we do. So like social media is a tool that is accessible to everybody now to be able to get clients like, and, and you're right, like jumping on the train of TikTok now, like that is the new wave. And, you know, not to say that like Instagram's not going away either. So it's kind of like you have to spread your time kind of evenly through both platforms now yeah yeah and and going to what you were saying about the painting um i i've noticed because i mean out here the market is super saturated i'm in la man i can throw a, a rock up in the air and it's going <laughs> to land on somebody's detailing business yeah. and a lot of people don't see that it's not just how good you are at the actual detailing right um i've marketed myself and branded myself and wavy as us being up there, I've never claimed to be number one, but we're up there. Other people are coming to me and telling me, bro, you're the fucking best. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't no, know. No, you're straight. <laughs> you're straight. But they're like, dude, you're the freaking best out here. Da, da, da. I've never seen nobody do it like you do, whatever. But um, I've never claimed to be the best. I still don't think I am the best, but I use social media for people to think I'm the mm -hmm. best and people to keep coming to me like, bro, nobody's going to touch my car except wavy. Nobody's going to touch my car except his guys. You know, mm -hmm. that's very important. A lot of people, like I said, they'll take these detailing classes and learn to be the, do the best paint corrections and the best ceramic coatings and all this stuff. And it's like, all right, I'll look at the page and it's like, damn, bro, you haven't posted in like a year and a half. Like <laughs> how do people even know you're still in business? You know? Yeah. So um, that's a huge thing for me, bro. Like I said, staying active on, on social. Mm -hmm. And now, obviously, with all these algorithm changes, reels coming out, trying to copy TikTok, mm -hmm. it, it's people really underestimate how much they have to be on their phone and not wasting time looking through posts, but actually studying posts. Like, all right, this works. No, this doesn't work. I've looked, I, I looked at your page, man. Your stuff is on point. That's why as soon as you popped up on my uh, Explore feed, yeah. I looked at your post. I was like, dude, everything's so laid out, so clean. Like, I got to hit this guy that. up and try to see if we can get on a on an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, man. And that's that. one of my big things is like, and it's branding. Like, the branding is like my... I guess my favorite part of it, all of it, like social media, when it comes to like your website, all of that, like that, that one thing, everybody has a website, everybody has a social media page, but what's so different between like your page, like you were saying, you, you don't think you're the best, but you want your clients to think that you're the best, like, and how you do that is by creating a good brand, taking good pictures, being consistent. And like your page has that as well. So like, if I were a consumer and I knew nothing about detailing and, and I were to inquire and I was in LA, if I stumbled across your page and I had a Ferrari or, you know, a higher end vehicle, I would call you because it, you're already working on those. You're posting that you're posting the, the type of vehicles that you want to target. So like, I think like what you were describing as, you know, you not personally thinking you're the best, but how you attract people that, you know, your desired client, I think it just comes down to like how your brand is. And, you know, you have that, you have that, that unique and authentic looking brand. 
Yeah, yeah, man. From like I said from the beginning, even with the the name Wavy, after, after I just knew there was nobody, no other detail gonna be out there <laughs> named Wavy, so I kind of picked the name. I wasn't gonna name it after myself. I, I think that's a bad idea from the start for somebody to name their their detailing company after their own name. Because mm-hmm. what happens after they grow so much that this guy Mario or Michael doesn't come out anymore? What what happens when it's Jonathan or Brian? Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, no, like there's no real way to grow that outside of what you can do like with your own hands you know mm-hmm. um so yeah bro since i did the wavy thing i've really focused on branding i'm gonna give you a really good example so i started with a it was the 2002 ford expedition the biggest piece of junk truck that you can <laughs> ever start with, bro. i would literally get stuck in front of my clients houses i i'd get paid i'd say goodbye shake their hand and i'd be in the truck like trying trying to go, trying to turn my truck on, it wouldn't turn on on me, like it was that bad. No air conditioning in the middle of summer, in the middle of summer, ridiculous. But on my page, everybody thought I already had it going on. They thought I was already cashing on. I had it of like a dozen guys, cause I would pull up and introduce myself and they'd be like, Wavy? Yeah, are you the owner? Yeah. They'd be like, wow, I didn't, I didn't expect this. And I'm like, well, that, that's kind of the point in my head, right? But mm-hmm. after I would do the job, they'd be like, oh, okay. Like now I see why you're yeah. able to do what you do. Your work is on point, you know? But the whole branding thing, like I said, on my page, on my Instagram, I was already this huge guy. But in person, I was still trying to make it, still trying to stack my money mm-hmm. and still trying to hire my guys and stuff like that. Um, and I learned all that back then when I didn't have it. And now that I kind of do have it, it's a lot easier for me to keep the brand going and keep my name like mm-hmm. up there with the top guys, you know, because... Like you said, the branding, like I wear my shirts everywhere, bro. I don't care if I'm going to the club. I don't care if I'm going to a bar. I'm always wearing a wavy hoodie or like a wavy hat. Like everybody has to know wavy before they know my name somehow, you know? For sure, that, yeah. That's kind of about how I've always pushed everything. I think it's paid off because of that, you know? Mm-hmm. To some extent, you almost have to fake it till you make it, especially like in an industry yeah. like this. Like you, most people that start are in the same boat that you are like, or that you did when you started. I know I was like, I didn't have any money really to start like, you know, and you kind of have to risk it. But it's like, how do you expect to get clients, the clients that you want, you know, that are actually willing to pay more if you're not kind of faking it in the beginning, especially with like social media. Like if you're posting, say your desired client was those, you know, maybe, maybe it's even like a middle-class vehicle, like a, you know, not quite high end, but like a Corvette or something. But like, if you don't have those, the clients, they're looking at your page and all you have is destroyed interiors, you know, it's like those people don't want to call you. They want someone who's been detailing those before. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you bring that up too, bro, because at that time that I was coming up, I was detailing. Most of the clients were all like the super trashed cars, the people that mm-hmm. don't want to pay full price. They want a discount. Um, oh, man. I, I was cleaning like dirty diapers, food that was like months old, uh, like throw up. I'm sure everybody's been through there. But while I was detailing all these like quote unquote, like messed up, like bucket cars without talking smack. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was only posting the nice ones. I was still getting uh, like a nice Mercedes here and there, a nice BMW, not the newest, not the best, but it brought that luxury brand into like, okay, he can do Beamers, he can do Mercedes, mm-hmm. he can do Audis and stuff like that. So I would only post the nicer stuff because that's all I wanted to attract. I already knew I'm going to deal with these crappy clients i'm gonna deal with these crappy cars but this isn't where i'm 
where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep working until I get where I want to be, which is the easier car. I, I, a lot of people think the guys that haven't touched like the exotic cars, Lambos, cars and stuff like that, they think, oh man, it must be so hard dealing with this, dealing with that. To be honest, and I'm one of the only people that's up front with people about this, they're a lot easier than trying to go deal with somebody's daily that they're driving seven days a week, you know, washing mm-hmm. once a month, once every couple of weeks. That's why I don't charge between somebody that has a daily driver and uh, charge more between somebody that has a daily driver and exotic because we're doing the same amount of work. And mm-hmm. because you have money, I'm not going to try to take that money from you. I'm, I'm very fair, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, now we're spending less than half the time we would on a daily, on a, on a Ferrari and a Lambo. We're making the same amount of money. We're making to we're we're able to knock out more of them versus one in three hours. We can do like three or four in three hours. Um, and like I said, this is something I plan for. Um, in a way, like you said, it it's fake it till you make it. It just just work really well. Like I said, from the beginning, I had my pictures were on point. Um, I was one of the first to like really take advantage of video and putting music onto video. So I would do it all on my computer before these reels came out, where you can just automatically do everything on Instagram which I think is the best. If you're mm-hmm. not taking advantage of that right now, you're sleeping, man. And mm-hmm. I tell the guys that I do these one-on-one calls with, if you're still only posting pictures, you're sleeping, bro. You have to take advantage of these reels. You have to take advantage of TikTok. Get yourself out there, bro. Because this mm-hmm. right now, it's been the easiest, I think, to blow up than it has been since I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything is just right there. Your fingertips on one app. I used to do like six different apps, bro. Edit over here, <laughs> throw music over here, email myself on the computer so I could do this, email myself back. It would take me like a whole day or a couple of days for like one post. Now it'll take somebody 60 seconds and boom, like it's, it's yeah. out there, you know? Yeah, we have literally, we live in the, the greatest time when it comes to, I'll say this, I think it's the easiest time to to actually grow a business because we have the most tools that history has ever had. Like, you know, there's never detailing wasn't anything 20 years ago. You couldn't really grow a business or scale it like you can today because like it, it has this spotlight in social media. Now it's like this prestigious type of service now. And and it's so cool because it's, you, you know, the sky's the limit on what you can grow your business to. Now the downside I think of having these tools is everybody also has them. So it makes it a lot more saturated. It makes it a lot more competitive, but that missing piece, I think being how much are you willing to do? A lot of detailers, like you said, aren't willing to put themselves on video or, um, you know, spend 10 more minutes learning how to add music to the videos and being consistently posting like that, you know, and using the features when the new features come out, because like, you know, like Instagram and TikTok, when they have a new feature, that's all they want you doing at the beginning, you know? So it's like, I think one is the best time to be on these platforms, but for two, you got to do what the others aren't willing to do because they also have access to them as well. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of guys, they're, they're not taking advantage. Um, they're not. And I think it's because everything's so easy to do now. And they do see the other people posting that they kind of get um, like, oh man, I can't do this. I can't catch up mm-hmm. now. But everybody's still super early. Everybody's still super early. And just the fact that, that, like we're saying, you can post so fast now. You can throw music on a video so fast and just, just get somebody's attention. It, it's, kind of, it's kind of sad that more people aren't doing it. But mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, the key, even though 
everybody has the same tools. It's just being consistent with it and staying in front of everybody's eyes. You know, mm-hmm. some people are going to spend the time making a reel or a TikTok and be posted and they'll be like, oh, I'm cool for the month or I'm cool for a couple of weeks. Like, mm-hmm. bro, somebody else out there is trying to get it posting like a couple of times a day or at least once a day. You know, mm-hmm. I tell guys all the time, if you're not posting, people are going to forget about you real quick these days, real quick, real mm-hmm. quick the amount of posts that go on to tiktok and, and instagram these days it's like every couple of seconds you can refresh your page and somebody posted something you know if you're not on that feed you're gonna not go out of business but you're not you're not gonna grow you know mm-hmm. you're not gonna grow you're, you're not gonna get these new clients you want you're not gonna get that ferrari you want that lambo you want whatever it is you want out of your business whether it's crazy good clients or whether it's money for you a new crib whatever take care of the family like it's really another thing is it's really easy to settle doing this because I I I got really comfortable for 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 a little while a few years ago man because obviously you're making a couple hundred bucks for a couple hours of work you're pocketing money cash every day you're like ah oh, you know what I hit my goal of a thousand for the week like I'm gonna chill for for a couple mm-hmm. of days or I hit my goal of two grand for the week I'm gonna chill you know um if you chill like that you're just gonna stay on this line you have to say you know what shit i made five grand this week but i want 10 i want 20 i want 30 you know that's the only way you're gonna keep growing is by wanting more not just getting comfortable and sitting back and like oh, i got enough to pay the bills the family's taken care of i was able to go out and get me a couple of beers like i'm good you know and there's nothing wrong with that because there is a lot of people that they just want the cash to do that Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not one. I'm not one of those people, man. Like, I'm. I'm always gonna push harder. I, sometimes I push myself a little too much. I think, but um, I know what I want out of life. I know what I want out of my business, out of myself. So, so I just, I'm always constantly pushing like those those boundaries, man, to get higher and higher. You know. Yeah, and you have you have to have that hunger, like you know, especially being self employed and and you creating your own, you having to be as the, you have to be the one that creates your own structure daily. You have to be the one that, you know, has to be disciplined because you're self-employed. No one's there to tell you. So like that hunger is kind of what pushes you. I will say that sometimes I do kind of like reach uh, a plateau and I'm like, all right, I'm cool here for a bit. And then, you know, another hunger wave will come and it'll like push me to that next level. But I think it's like coming down to the, the willingness to learn as well. Like, you know, Hey, that hunger, you have this vision of you, you say you want a Lamborghini, like that's your dream car. And like, you know, a detailer out there is like, man, I'm going to get there one day. But there's this, this span of not only doing it, but also learning it, you know, because like, if you're just posting willy nilly on Instagram, or on social media, you know, if you're not utilizing the strategies and the things that go into that, it's going to be pointless. Like you said, like pictures are kind of dead now, right? Like, you know, um so it's like learning how to create these reels when to post them what to use in them you know so tell us like like something that like that you do regularly with instagram now it looks like you post like like a good amount of reels like how has instagram or tiktok like really helped your business now um i mean it's gotten me a lot of eyes like i said there's a couple of uh, videos i have on tiktok that have like a couple million views the the cool thing is that uh my tiktok following is my biggest following on social media i have like 150k but that only took like really two three months to get there that's what i'm trying to trying to uh like communicate to everybody that i talk to it's like dude it it can happen so quick it can happen 
I had one one video like overnight, like shoot to like three million views, bro. You can't get that anywhere. You're not gonna hit three million houses. You're not gonna pass out three million business cards. Like you're never gonna do that. Why? Why waste your time on the street? Again, nothing wrong with the people hustling, passing out flyers door to door and stuff like that. But I just say, did like years worth of work off of one video and I got my name in front of like all these millions of eyes, you know, off mm-hmm. of just a quick post, not even leaving my couch. Yeah. Um, but it is, it, it's done a lot from the beginning. Instagram has always done a lot. Um, Instagram was always my priority. Cause like I said, 90% of my clientele all found me on there. Back in the day, there was, um, when when the foam cannons were first blowing up, like I said, I was one of the first ones out there. That's what really like rock rocketed my 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 business. Cause everybody's like, what's this guy doing? Why are you sp-? they used to think I was painting the cars white with like paint? <laughs> like, oh, somebody should call the cops. You should see my comments back in the day, bro. People were like tripping, what the heck is this? And just off of those reactions, I was like, I'm gonna keep making these, I'm gonna keep making these videos just to get these reactions, you know, just yeah. to get people on my page. Then I was like, you know what? These things are getting a little bit boring. I got to throw some music on it. And that's when I would find like, and it wouldn't be just any music. It would be beats and instrumentals that I knew would get people in a certain mood or like, mm-hmm. like you know, you've heard of, I'm sure you've heard of ASMR, right? Mm-hmm. Before ASMR blew up, I knew there was certain sounds and certain, certain beats and certain visuals that would get people like, oh crap, like looking at the video, mm-hmm. like drooling, like. <laughs> the whole attention is just on the video you know so i really took advantage of all of that man and like i said if instagram was never around i honestly don't know if i would be detailing still <laughs> uh, to be honest with you man because all my clients not only my clients but the clients i wanted the kind of clientele high-end beverly hills hollywood mm-hmm. santa monica they all found me on there i'm not gonna lie to you i don't know if i was if still detailing like bucket cars and out there in the heat sweating my butt off i I don't know if i'd be doing it i'm not i'm not gonna lie dude i'm not gonna lie if i wasn't able to make it happen this way the way i wanted who knows what i'd be doing right now that's how important instagram and social media is or Mm -hmm. to me you know I want to pause really quick and tell you about the detail community. We're talking about all these resources, things you need to learn, um, things you need to implement in your detailing business to have su- success. What if there was a place that you could go and it just had a library full of all of those resources, teaching you how to market correctly, how to sell to clients, how to build relationships with clients, all of the hidden tools and hidden strategies in order that you can put in your business for it to succeed. You do have a spot. It's called the detail community and it is proven to work. There are so many detailers inside that are implementing what they've learned from the detail community and implementing it into their business and seeing crazy success. I won't go through and bore you. I'll get right back to the episode really quick, but you can read all of those reviews on what these members are saying and how it's helping them. Um, You can go to thedetailcommunity.com forward slash join, or you can click the link in the description. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can click the link in the show notes as well and read all about it, see what other members are doing inside. Um, And I'll give you a quick rundown of what you get when you join today. You get access to exclusive podcast episodes that are only available to Detail Community members. You get exclusive access to over 50 plus business classes that you can learn how to level up your business and make more money in your detailing business. You get access to 
pre-made promotional templates so they don't have to you know pay a graphic designer or learn all of these fancy softwares to create these promotional templates you know to separate your brand from your competitors these are pre-made for you and all you have to do is quickly go in grab a template pack and then upload it to your social media so you're going to stand out above the rest with these these are added regularly these template packs are added on a monthly basis so you always have something to post to your social media and something to advertise you also get access to a community forums area to where you can hang out with other members inside and get support every step of the way. We also do live events every month to where you can come hang out with other members, ask your toughest question and get an in-depth answer. We also go in-depth with slideshows showing you things that you need to have going on in your business that you probably don't know about already. So come join today. So for $37 a month, meaning for less than what it would cost you for you know two bottles of all-purpose cleaner or less than what it costs you for a bottle of ceramic coating, you know, it is gonna show you how to make way more money. The best way to look at it is if you only get one client, you're gonna get so many more, I know that. You're gonna get, the information in here is gonna resonate with you so much that you're gonna get more than just one client, but even if only you get one client, that means your membership is paid for for a long time. So it's really a no-brainer. It's at a price point to where you can afford it, to where you're gonna make money from it, and I can't wait to see you inside, so make sure to check that out. It's thedetailcommunity.com forward slash join. If you're watching on YouTube, the link is in the description. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, the link is in the show notes. I can't wait to connect with you more in there and I cannot wait to watch your business level up and I can't wait to watch your business perform in the way that you really want it to. Yeah. Like what is, um, cause like Instagram, like, you know, Instagram and TikTok, you have this broad reach, like, you know, and like, if you are, now, if someone's listening like a service-based business in an area and in, in a city, how would you recommend for them to be able to get really targeted to their city? Um, well, one thing I never did was do like paid ads. Um, I know people have had success with it. I never did. Whenever I would try it, I'd be like, dude, I just threw away like a hundred bucks or whatever <laughs> it was. So I found a way to 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 do it on my own. I used to use the geo tags a lot, like when um when I would target certain clients, like let's say my big one is like Hollywood. I would go into Hollywood on the geo tags on Instagram and just see what people were doing, see what people were posting. And as soon as I saw somebody that looked like a, a prospective client to me, I would hit them up and just just DM them real quick, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always said that having somebody's Instagram username, um, or just a way to reach them through social media it's the same thing as having their phone number bro because mm -hmm. what are they going to do when you text them they're going to pick up their phone you know what, mm -hmm. so what are they going to do when they read your dm they're going to pick up the phone it's the exact same thing so I, I i took advantage of that a lot too after the um the first little wave of those foam cannon videos went away um because the algorithm changed uh, i would say a few months after those were really blowing up i was on everybody's explore page so i was like dude i gotta find a way to get get these clients back onto my page so that's what I did. Uh, I just went crazy in the DMs, man. I spent mm -hmm. countless of hours DMing people. And you'd be surprised how many people um, hit you back, no matter who they are. Like, like recent, like I have The weekend as a client. I've had DJ Khaled. I've had Chris Brown. I've had like all these sorts of people. And you'd be surprised like the way uh either i approach them or they approached me like people think it's the most complicated thing in the world it's, it's as simple as a quick message 
you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely, man. I, that's what I, I thoroughly love Instagram for the fact of you have a DM feature. You now have stories, which leads to their DM when you, you know, when you comment on some, or when you um, send message through a story that now goes to their DM. So like now you have, or like you have your profile. So that's a portfolio of what type of brand you are. So like when you do DM them, they can look at your profile and be like, dude, this dude is actually who I was looking for. Like he, he yeah, has I the brand my resume. Works exactly yeah. yeah so it's like it's like a literally old a new school version of a photo album of vehicles that you've detailed so it's like it, it is all around instagram in my opinion is my favorite for the sole fact of it has everything you need right there you have a it's a relationship building platform you can build relationships you can literally text them like you said like it they get a notification just like they do a text like if you get a yeah. if you get an instagram message do you open it the same way you do a text message I do like, you know, it's, so it's like, it's the best all around platform. But I think a lot of detailers get based on the ones that I've talked to, they get overwhelmed with it. They're not, it's not working for them because I think they're using it like Facebook and it's totally different in my opinion. Yeah, bro. I don't, I don't even touch Facebook. Um, I've heard things like Facebook's coming out with like their own version of reels or stories or whatever, but Mm -hmm. Again, like, like, in my opinion, I told you that I don't really use Yelp anymore, Mm because the way that they operate now is completely useless to me. That's how I see like Facebook. Uh, Mm -hmm. I just I don't know, man, it's not. um, And I can't even really talk about it because I haven't been on in so many years. (laughs) I don't know what's going on with it. But when I did try it, it it's just like, now I'm wasting my time here. Like we have a, a, a uh, what is it called? Facebook group page or whatever, mm. like fan page, whatever it is. Yeah. It's, it's nothing crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I would just notice myself like, bro, I posted and it's getting like no type of interaction, no type mm. of views. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep Instagram. And then when TikTok came out, I saw the, the potential right away. So I like, oh, those are my two go-tos. Yeah. I won't mess with Facebook. Of course, I don't know who would do Twitter these days, but um, <laughs> Snapchat, none of that stuff. As soon as Snapchat came out, I was like, this isn't going to be good for me. While other people are trying to say, no, you have to be on Snapchat. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. No, I just didn't see it. <laughs> so yeah. IG and TikTok, bro, that, that's definitely the way to go. I'm still on Facebook, unfortunately, but uh, it, it's like you said, there's no reach. They give you, they reward you with like nothing, whereas TikTok especially, you you can get great. You could post a video that is the most stupidest thing and it's five <laughs> seconds long and it blows up, you know, and that's how easy it is right now. And they're rewarding like crazy with reach. Instagram is a little bit uh, better than Facebook. I think like it's, they still reward you. Facebook is just like, nope, nothing. They give you, they, <laughs> they'll send it to like, and the sad part is, is, and they do this for a reason, I think, because they want you to pay money. But like, even if you had like 5,000 followers on your Facebook page, or they're going to show it to like 20 of them, you know, and that's just yeah. sad. Like, you know, we, you work so hard to build those 5,000 people up or how many ever you have on there. Like, those are your people. Why is, and they've already showed interest that they want to interact with that page. But Facebook is just, they don't even show it to those people either. So yeah, Facebook, I think, Maybe for paid advertisement, I'm not sure, but I think Instagram and TikTok is the move now. Yeah, yeah, dude. And IG was doing the same thing. Um, I was ready to let go of our Instagram, and it was really hard for me to even think about it because of how many years of work I put into that page. But they were doing the same thing, bro. I don't know if you remember before the reels that came out, 
the views were ridiculously low. The posts, mm -hmm. the like posts were low. And, and it was like you said, the people that have followed you for so many years that are active on your page, you'll hit them up like, hey, bro, did you see this? Da, da, da. No, I didn't see it. I didn't even know you posted. It's like, mm -hmm. what the heck's going on? That's why I'm like so happy that TikTok came out because now Instagram saw, yo, we're about to lose everybody to TikTok if we don't mm -hmm. do something. And that, that's why the whole Reels thing came out. And that's why I'm taking advantage too before they change their mind again and say, you know what? No, now you got to pay for somebody to see your Reels again, you know? Yeah. People don't understand. You're really on like a, a kind of like time limit because I can't tell you how many times Instagram has changed algorithms and I've had to change my whole game plan. Mm -hmm. of how i approach each app because instagram and facebook getting greedy and like they're no we want money we want money i, I feel the same thing is gonna happen to tiktok bro they already offer ads but it's gonna get to a point where they're gonna take everybody's views away and they're gonna make people start paying mm -hmm. if people don't jump in this window right now it's like they're gonna miss out you know mm -hmm. um that th that's something like i said I've, I've always had to be on top of it i feel like it's a huge priority if i want to keep uh, the wavy brand growing and, and, you know, people keep talking about it pretty much. Mm -hmm. And it's all about getting in on the early stages too. Like I feel TikTok is still pretty early. Like you look at how long of a stretch Instagram had and how long of a stretch Facebook has had, like TikTok is what two years of just prime now. Like that's still so new. And like, you know, and you jump in now while they're still rewarding with that reach, like, man, like it's the best stage to get in on it. Um, I think one day you're, you're right. Like ads is going to be their primary thing. Like they're just rewarding so much right now to get people on the platform. And then when they're yeah. just as big as Instagram, they're going to start taking money and reducing reach. But then that's when something else comes out. And then that's when you got to jump on that platform, you know? Yeah, exactly, man. Even though it's going to look like some kids stuff again, like, yeah, I'm telling you at the beginning of TikTok, everybody's like, dude, that's kids stuff. Like everybody's dancing. Like, what are you doing on there? I'm like, you're going to see, bro. You're going to see. And I ended up being right. Now everybody's trying to catch up. And yeah. I mean, now I kind of have my little, uh, like I said, my game plan of how I attack everything. So mm -hmm. I've been able to take that to grow other pages now and growing other companies. Just I feel I kind of have it down, at least mm -hmm. for the moment. Um, and like I said, that that's what I push to everybody. I, I, I'm, I haven't heard uh, the complete other episodes of your, your podcast. I've seen mm -hmm. like the clips you posted. Um, but yeah, I really prioritize this stuff, bro. I really prioritize the social media stuff, the marketing stuff um, over the actual detail because it doesn't matter. Like I said, I'm not the best. People think I'm the best. There's a number one detailer out there somewhere, but I guarantee you nobody knows his name. Nobody knows where his office is at, where his warehouse is at. He's yeah. just like kind of floating in the distance somewhere. Like he's the king, but nobody's ever going to know, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, like, I don't know if you're a sports fan, but just imagine like how many pro level athletes there really are out there. But if you don't go to like football, for instance, like in high school, if you're not putting yourself out there, going to these combines and like, you know, putting yourself in front of these colleges, you're going to, you're going to, you know, go work a nine to five somewhere because you didn't even get to go to that the play at the college level. You know, there's so many just talented detailers out there, but if you're not putting yourself out there for people to see and, and adapting to the way that, you know, new platform comes out, new algorithm comes out, learning that and jumping on that early wave and then repeating that process when a new wave comes through, like, you know, you're not ever going to get noticed. And, and, and the detailing is like this, like you're, if your clients say you're a 10 out of 10 detailer, 
clients, what they see, because they're not detailers, they see max level seven at that seven to 10 range. They wouldn't know what you did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they, yeah, they don't see it true. like we see it. That's a hundred percent true, bro. There's a lot of clients I have, even to this day could have the most expensive car in the world. And I'll do certain little touch-ups. I already know they're not noticing it. I'm doing it for me. I'm, I'm having my guys doing it because we have OCD. You know, we want to make sure our stuff is always 10 out of 10. But I know it's stuff they're never going to see, you know, just because they don't see cars the way they do, that we do, you know. They don't see where you got to attack the interior, where you got to attack the exterior. They're just like, oh, hell yeah, the car's shiny. Like, I'm good. You know, here's your money. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, so, but that, uh, that's also very important too, though. That's it's very important to keep doing sure. at least in your eyes a 10 out of 10. You know, that way there's nothing you can never get called out on. Or when you're teaching your guys, you never get called slipping, like, hey bro, you guys missed the spot on my wheels or my windows are streaky and stuff like that, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's it's almost like you need to be a 10 out of 10 or try to be like perform your best result anyway, because if you do get an employee or you start trying to scale that way. Like that employee needs to see like that you're not slacking off somewhere else. And like how you wear a shirt, that's a great point. Like I was thinking about this because when I first hired my first employee, like I did, I know, I knew for a fact I didn't do things right. I wasn't wearing a uniform and like, and, and when they came in, luckily I realized that like the standard of employee that you want is also kind of a reflection of how you present yourself and how you detail, like they're looking at you and say, well, this guy's not wearing his uniform. Like this is the, now you're the level that they look at your business now is like, that's what you're going to get from them, you know? So it's yeah. kind of like, you need to have everything in order. So that when you do want to scale, you have, you know, an employee comes in and sees that foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta, you, like you said, you gotta check yourself on that because I, I went through the same thing, bro. When I was hiring my first couple of guys or, or trying to find my first real worker, I would see them like kind of slacking a little bit or dress unprofessionally. But then I would look at myself and I'd be like, damn dude, like I'm dressed the same way. Like how can <laughs> I expect them to do anything different, you know, yeah. or same thing with like customer service and stuff like that. It's like you you have to be, like you said, a good repre representation, a good example for, for these guys to, um, I mean, let's say for your first guy, he has to be just like you and then he can pass it on to the next guy and the next mm -hmm. guy, you know? Um, you, can't, you can't be slacking and expect to have like just A1 employees. The, there's, there's a lot of battle. That's a huge thing for me too is the employees part, man. Mm -hmm. It's it's really, really hard to find good employees, good workers, mm -hmm. loyal workers, honest workers. And I get the question in the one-on-one -on -one calls a lot too. Like, what's your secret? I'm like, if there's one secret I haven't found, it's how to find a good employee. <laughs> oh, I have same. my guys, but damn, bro, you don't understand the headache and just the amount yeah. of stress. Bro. And I mean, no, I'm sure you do understand. It, yeah. It's crazy, dude. It is, man. That's the one part, 100%, that I, I'm the same boat. Like I always said that that is the the one thing that um, is a lot of luck. Like who you stumble across. Obviously, we talked about having that foundation there. That's a big part of it. But the other half is like, literally, are you going to stumble across the right guy? Like that's going to contribute to your growth that for one is just going to produce good work, is professional customer service. Like normally, a lot of times they may be a good detailer, but their customer service is ass. Like, you know, and they, yeah. and, and you, you need that customer service because if you want to scale, like 
you don't want to be the one talking to the client all the time. Like there's eventually going to be a point to where they need to go talk to that client. And if they don't have that part of it, you might as well just kiss that, that person goodbye. Cause he's not yeah. going to, you know, so it's like one company could take 10 years. It could take 10 years, 20 years for you to just find that one or two perfect guys, or you could get lucky and it could happen in year one. You know, some people have yeah. crazy good luck with finding a one people, but that part of it, I haven't figured out. Honestly, I couldn't even teach it. Honestly. Yeah, bro. It's, it's that, that's tough, man. That's literally been my biggest headache from day one. It, mm -hmm. It's been the hardest things because you can't control other people. Like, I wish I could, but you can't, everybody's different. Everybody has different priorities. You want them to prioritize your business because you know what you can give them. Mm -hmm. uh, let's say they want, they just want a good life, get paid good, have good benefits, whatever, you know, you can give it to them but they're just on another page or they mm -hmm. don't see it. That's the most frustrating part is like, bro, I know what you want right now. I know what you need right now. Like I got you just show me some freaking effort, you know, show yeah. me you got my back. I got your back, but they don't see it, bro. It's, ah, even just yeah. talking about it, I'm getting like, Oh my God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man. I have some horror stories. Like if you listen to some of my past episodes, I've got some, I've had a couple guys that literally almost, made me just want to quit like they were the worst actually probably just the worst human beings i've ever met in my life and and oh they happened to, i happened to hire them so uh that's on me but yeah man i think you almost have to sell your employees when they come in just like they're trying to sell themselves like you like you were saying it's like yo dude hey in a year my goal is for us to be here and when we get here you're gonna make this and you're gonna get this like yeah. you know and it's like they don't see it like that and it makes me hungry like when I'm, when I'm interviewing an employee, I'm like, dude, I finally may have found the guy. Like it gets me hype. It gives me a ton of optimism. And I'm like, dude, we're going to take it to this level. And then we're going to, in two, three years, we're going to be at this level. And you know, you're going to make this and like, you know, I'm selling them on it. And then three months into it, I'm like, yep, there goes that because they're just, <laughs> they're not good at all. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I've, I've felt that I've had to, I've tried not to sell it because um, I don't know. I, I don't want to sound like like I'm just making some shit up, mm -hmm. some dream scenario or whatever. But um, I feel like you do have to sell it in a way like there's just some some level of selling you have to put into finding these guys because it's not like we're fucking uh, like UPS or FedEx. Mm -hmm. They already know they got their benefits and 401k and this is their salary. Yeah, I don't know, man. My my, my big thing is like the harder you work for me, the more money you're going to make. But guys only want to work so hard. So they never <laughs> see the full potential. They never see the full check that I want to give them because they yeah. haven't shown me like the effort, you know, mm -hmm. I'll catch somebody out a couple grand a week. If they show me their, like my twin, yeah. I, I like, I'll have no problem, bro. Handle all that for me. I, I'll, I'm going to pay you every Friday. No yeah. problem. But people don't get there. Like I said, I have my loyal guys right now, but I need a lot more help too, dude. Like, mm -hmm. cause I, I'm telling you, I have this huge vision and just, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just society, what, what people have been uh, kind of tuned to thinking they can do on their own, but damn, it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. it's it, That part sucks, man. I'm not going to lie. Like that's the, that's the part that really, um, like there's nothing that like I felt like I could learn on it, you know? So it was like, whenever I would yeah. be in the, that boat of, or like that issue, it's almost like you just kind of got to dwell in it and, you know, keep trucking until you hope to find a guy like, you know, and that sucks because yeah. it's not even, you can't even learn it, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. You can't learn like the way these these people are or like the way they were raised, what they're thinking. That that's what frustrates me because I'm really like hands-on like ocd like if i don't like something i'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it until i like it or, or just mm-hmm. maneuver things in a way that that will um i don't know that will fit with me and you can't do that with people you know it's it's tough you try to um you try to kind of tailor them but it, it, it at the end of the day it's really on them <laughs> yeah it's really on them and i've learned to, to let it go like a lot easier now before i used to frustrate the heck out of me man i used to call out of work for a couple of days just so I'm dwelling like why is this guy not working or why can't I find this guy and now I'm like just let it go like you said just keep on trucking man just do what you can do mm-hmm. and and just let everything else kind of flow and when they come when they come along I guess that's when they come along <laughs> yeah it's 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 a lot of luck on that one man it's like you know I've, I've talked to some detours like dude I just found this a1 dude like he's he's doing like my um my content for me he's like trying to you know learn that part and help you know and grow the business there while he's still detailing and it's like dude you know you, you just kind of get lucky on him and stumble across it's across that a1 guy sometimes um but yeah. back to like social media what is we'll kind of end it off here like what is if you could give a detailer your biggest piece of advice when it comes to social media what would it be um it would be like what we covered being being on the pages being on top of like all the algorithm changes because a lot of people think that instagram is still the same instagram that came out you know whatever it was 10 years ago five years ago. this isn't the same instagram we even had last year mm-hmm. um i would tell these guys to Put as much effort into the social as you do learning the whole detailing side, because at the end of the day, if anybody puts effort in onto the car washing slash detailing side, everybody's going to put out the same amount of work. If they're going to put out the same amount of effort, you're going to get two twin Lamborghinis. Both the guys are going to kill it. Ten out of tens. Where are you going to stand out? Where are you going to stand out? Where are you going to make people know? No, this this Lambo was done by Wavy, though. Okay, I put wavy's lambo 10 out of 10 and the other guys 10 out of 10 but they don't know the other guy's name they know my name they know my phone number they know my instagram they know my tiktok so they're gonna come reach out to me you mm-hmm. get me that's kind of where i want everybody to be too man because there's plenty of work for everyone everyone especially if you're like in a, a big state or a big city their cars are even if you're in a small town because i've had guys from small towns too there's cars everywhere bro and everybody's gonna need a cleaning everybody's gonna need a wash just just get your name out there bro and and the best way to do it is is this instagram is this tiktok like that's the way you should be doing it these days there there mm-hmm. should be no other way right now mm-hmm. and then what type of content do you think that like they should be putting out right now on instagram or tiktok really too because they're kind of the same content wouldn't it be what i would recommend right now um like i'm gonna use for example those phone videos that i told you used to work back in the day mm-hmm. they're not gonna work anymore i've seen people still pull them off like a mm-hmm. random one million view phone video what happened just foaming up the car but that that's really i would say basic now i think going into the story of of how you came up in the business or of you growing the business of you dealing with the ups and downs of the business i think that's the best way to do it right now Cause that's how you're going to stand out. Like I said, everybody's doing the phone videos or the POV videos or the paint correction videos. Um, but I think right now people will, will most latch on to like a story. Like I came from this, I got this now. Um, 
I hired these guys. Now I got this warehouse. Now I was able to buy a, an apartment or a house or whatever. Like, like the behind the scenes stuff, I should say, I think, I think is kind of the way to, to do it right now, because even I'm going to use, for example, there's a page I'm growing right now for, for another company I have. I'm using the trends a lot right now. Um, whether it be a trendy sound, trendy music, or just a trendy clip or something, something going around, it, it's trends. And it's growing the page, it's getting the views, but when those trends go away or at the end of the day, people don't know who's behind that company right now. And I think if they can attach themselves to like you or to me, they're gonna follow what we do no matter what, whether we stay detailing or whether we move on to the next thing, they're gonna keep following what we're doing. And that, that's a lot of my, my personal page too, because I've had clothing lines, bro. I've had detailing companies, I've done everything. And I have those loyal followers that follow me no matter what I do. If I come out with something tomorrow, they're going to support me tomorrow with that branded thing they know nothing about. But because I'm attached to it, they're going to support it. I think that's the way to really build longevity longevity with, with your followers, with your following is, is um, tell them your story, man. Make mm -hmm. them feel like, like they know you in a way. You know, I think that that's really the way to stand out right now. And um, like I said, when TikTok dies, when the next thing comes along, they're going to come follow you on that. Cause they're like, bro, this is like, I feel like this is my homie already. You know, like mm -hmm. I want to see what he's doing. I want to continue with whether he goes to YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, whatever it is. Like I, I want to be there. I want to see the growth. And this is stuff people's already, people have already shown me, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I would definitely do that, do it that way. Yeah. I think I was going to say the same exact thing. It's like when you, when, and that, that won't even affect algorithm. This is like putting yourself, because people like to do business with people. Like they want to see who is behind the, the polisher, who's behind, you know, the wash mitt. Like, you know, even if it's just as simple as like, I think doing, you know, talking about what you just did to that vehicle. Like if they're a detailer and like, you're trying to explain the process, but you visually them getting to see you, the person behind the business, that's the one thing that, you know, that's not going to shift with an algorithm. It's you're not going to have to relearn that you can continue doing that same exact strategy because it'll always work. People like to do yeah. business with people. So it's like you said, they're going to follow you. They're going to, you're going to have like a, a hardcore fan, that fan being that client, and they're going to do whatever they're going to buy from you, whatever you offer. So like putting yourself out there, I think is the move right now. It's like just posting pictures of cars, just showing videos of cars like that works to some extent but like you said putting yourself out there put it being the business owner and showing them who you are how you started you know even showing them the process like they like that they want to see like if they're looking at a like you said another detailer that's just as good as you but you're the one actually talking and they're getting to know you through that video they're going to choose you over the other person i feel like yeah yeah 100 percent, bro that that's definitely where the way I would go about it uh, right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So uh, let let people know uh, where they can find you, and um, and yeah. All right. So yeah, you guys can find uh, Wavy the company at Wavy Motorsport on Instagram. Then I have my personal page at Money Hardaway on Instagram, and then I have my TikTok that I push kind of for the company and for myself, and it's called uh, at car wash money on tiktok heck yeah man yo so good having you on bro of course brother thank you so much for the time man i really appreciate it
Yeah, absolutely, dude. So that is it for this episode of the Detail Spot Podcast. I just want to thank all of y'all again uh, for showing up and listening to this. I, I can't thank y'all enough. Without y'all, this none of this would be possible, and uh, I wouldn't be able to put content out for you. So I just want to appreciate all of you that uh, tune in every week, and I hope everyone is enjoying the content that is coming from the channel, and I hope you enjoyed this episode, because I know I did. It was a really good episode, in my opinion, and I uh, had a lot of fun talking with Benny. So hope you enjoyed as well and uh, shoot me a message on social media if you enjoyed it or shoot me a message on social media if you would like uh, you know a future topic discussed on a future episode and I'll make sure it gets added to one uh, or if you just have questions going on in your business or just want to share an idea with me uh, always feel free to shoot me a message it's at the dot detail dot spot um, and I'll catch you on the next episode